You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we are going to be diving in and giving you some tips on how to build your business on a part-time schedule Um, and helping us is Holly Haynes. Holly, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited. This is a topic that I'm super passionate about, but um, yeah, I can't wait to dig in. Yeah. So I think we initially connected on Instagram and then we found out we were both in Columbus and then we found out we both have twins that are like the same age almost. And then we're both obsessed with systems and productivity. So um, it kind of spiraled from there. And then I've been on her podcast and did some guest expert training. She's coming into hustle to flow. So we're just like diving into all the things and it's super exciting. Yeah. I love it. It is crazy how social media or just like, I I don't know. I always like to try to call it like a community works, but you really are attracted to like, like-minded individuals. So absolutely, it'd be fun to chat about all the things. For sure. So you guys can write about Holly in the bio and the show notes, but Holly, why don't you kind of dive in and just give us a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you got to where you are now? Yeah. So, um, I mean, you gave a pretty good overview. I, um, have twins that are seven. I am in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I actually work full time for, um, a nonprofit. I have a 20 plus year, um, strategic, uh, consulting background, which is sort of how I got into all of this. Um, and then about, I don't know, six years ago after my girls were born, Um, I sort of fell into network marketing as I was trying to lose weight after having twins and ended up, I don't want to say randomly because it took some effort, but building a pretty decent business. And it wasn't obviously anything that I planned. And as I was building it and growing it, I, you know, I just kept being called to do something like a little bit differently. And, you know, as Brittany mentioned, I love organizing and planning and all the things. And when people would follow up with me or ask me questions. They would be like, how are you balancing all of this? Like at the time my girls were younger and I was still working full time. I was actually traveling and then I had this business on the side. And so I just started organically answering questions. And so I started sharing my morning routine, which then turned into like a group, which then turned into a course, which now has turned into like a full blown you know, strategy, I would say consulting business for busy women who the majority of my clients work full time and they're really focusing on how to grow. I call it a side hustle, but let's face it. I mean, it's usually a (laughs) full-time hustle um, on a very part-time schedule. And I'm really passionate about figuring out ways to do it without burning out because a lot of times you start your business because you want more time with your kids or yeah. more freedom or whatever those things are. And then I would say nine times out of 10, you, you burn out and you're like, well, now I'm working more. Like my family's, you know, stressed at me or mad at me every time I'm looking at my phone and it turns into this like really stressful process. And so oh, I'm yeah. on a mission to change that and 
really shared, you know, different ways that you can fit it in and, and still have a life. Also. Yeah, for sure. No, I had that same thing happen. So I kind of accidentally fell into entrepreneurship. It was really a side hustle that I never intended to be like a big thing. I got let go from my job. So then it turned into plan A and then I ended up working way more than I did when I was working my nine to five. <laughs> um, but right. I think, I think everyone does that, right? So we, you're like, Oh, if I just get through this phase, if I just get through this phase and then it's just this cycle. And then, like you said, you get really, really burnt out. So how, like, what are some of those things you did to kind of build and you do still, cause you still have your full-time job. How do you build yeah. that full-time business without working crazy hours because you're still doing the nine to five? Yeah. So there are a couple tips that I always give, but the first one is you have to really, it's, it's almost like a mindset, mindset shift, but you have to know what your focus is because your focus as someone who's building a business full-time while, you know, working full-time is very different than somebody that is building a business like full, full-time, like they don't have other responsibilities. So what you can accomplish versus what others can accomplish is going to be very different. And it took me a while to just say, you know what, that's okay. Uh, Like I know right now clubhouse is a big thing and people are on it like hours a day. And I'm like, it it is literally impossible for me to be on it. Like, like today I can't be on it at all. Like I have a jam packed day and that's okay because that's just where I'm at in my business. And so I think you have to go into it with really finding your focus. Like what is your one big thing that you want to accomplish either this month, this year. And, you know, I teach different ways to break it down as I know you do. Um, but then actually finding the time to do it. And the way that I have done that is through systems strategy. I sort of combine those together, very strict social media schedules. And then I talk a lot about morning routine and that's honestly, um, we can dig into that a little bit, but that's honestly where I get sort of like 90% of my work done. For sure. And I mean, I think you touched on a lot of big points too, even if you are full-time, like I'm full-time business, right? Like eight to five Monday through Friday, I am all in. I have no, I have no full-time job, any of that. And I think it's still that mindset shift, right? Because you could always do more and more and more, Yeah. but like, where do you stop and where do you set those boundaries? Because even me with all of my systems and things in place, I still feel like, oh man, I could have got like five more things done today. So I think it really is just that the focus piece that so many people struggle with for sure. Yeah. And I would say, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask how you kind of determine those priorities and how you kind of like map that out. Cause I know you have a couple different methods that you talk through kind of figuring out what that focus is. Yeah. So I'm a big, well, we can talk about strategy first. So I'm a big strategy fanatic. It's what I've done, um, you know, the last 20 plus years and yeah. big businesses, but you can apply it to anything. And people get nervous when they hear the word strategy and they're like, I don't know what that yeah. is. Like I didn't go to business school. Like this is too much for me. And strategy really is just figuring out a like very high level plan. Like what do you want to accomplish, but then taking it down a level and figuring out how you're going to accomplish it. So we can take like a Sunday planning session as an example. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And so on, you know, Sunday evening, I try to do it earlier, but that typically doesn't yeah. happen. I sit down and say like, okay, what are my, you know, big things that I need to get done for the week? Like what, what are my goals this week? And my goals are everything from business to corporate to family. They're sort of all mixed in together. And then I map it out into like, okay, if, you know, my goal is to record three podcasts this week, like what are the 
different um, days that I'm going to do them on based on how I, you know, am planning my week or what meetings that I have going on. And then I actually map it out so that I can see like big picture, maybe my goal for the year is to record a hundred podcasts. And so for this week, it means three, which means that each day I'm going to do like whatever that looks like. So it really is just breaking it down from a strategy perspective, like knowing what that big, big goal is, and then breaking it down into um, smaller chunks. But then I think also it's understanding that, you know, it's okay to have like these like big, scary goals and just know that like, even if you're spending 30 minutes a day on, maybe you want to launch a podcast. um, And maybe the first step is taking a course on how to do that. Like, okay, maybe it takes you three days to do that. That's okay. That just, it means that you're making progress on the right things at the right time. If that makes sense. No, I think that's a big thing is that we don't give ourselves enough grace and we try to do way too much. And I'm really big on strategy stuff first. Like I don't want to just come give you a bandaid fix. I want to make sure that the things we're putting in place are going to fit with your long-term goals. So it's a lot of reverse engineering and saying, what is that five-year plan? Break that down. Okay. For this year, this is what I'm working on, but you really can't plan your day without having your year planned. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but (laughs) you really have to like work backwards and make sure the daily actions that you're doing are actually getting you somewhere. Because I always tell people it's awesome to just like take a road trip with no end destination. Right. But not a great way to build a sustainable business if you're just like taking every fork in the road and not focused. Yeah. And I will say, you know, going a little bit into morning routine. So for me, I don't have a lot of flexibility during the day and it's very stressful when I try to plan things during the nine to five, because I just never know what's going to happen. And I sort of have to, you know, keep that like sacred time. So, you know, I may book like a lunchtime call, um, or occasionally fit in like a podcast interview, but for the most part, I, I will sort of block out that time as not being available, but it doesn't mean that, you know, in the morning or the evenings, I can't fit in certain things. And so for me personally, I have utilized my mornings to pretty much build my business. And so if you follow me on Instagram, I'm pretty obsessed with like morning routine. And so I will get up and work out and sort of go through my steps but then I typically will work from six to seven thirty or eight. It's a little bit different with COVID because I have more time yeah. at home because <laughs> I'm not commuting, which is nice. So I'm getting 90 minutes to two hours of work time in Monday through Friday, which if you, you know, m- multiply, you know, two hours times five days a week, that's yeah. 10 hours. Like yeah. imagine if you had like, you woke up and you were like, I'm going to do one thing in that two hours and you actually got it done. Like you could make a lot of progress with that time. So yeah, I, I, mean, I think I it really it does, to dial that in. It does just dive down to focus. Like if you're trying to fill 17 different buckets, it's going to be really hard to fill any of them, right? But if you're sitting there only focusing on one or two and doing things for those one or two buckets that you're filling, it's going to happen a lot faster. So I think it just dials down to focus and making sure you know that those are like things that are moving the business forward. So um, yeah. I love morning routine stuff, but sometimes they're tough to stick to. And do you really have to join that 5 a.m. club to have a productive morning? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, but if you haven't read the 5 a.m. club book, it is very motivating. Um, and it's actually backed by science. So they yeah. talk a lot about, um, you know, getting seven and a half hours of sleep and 
So if you map out like when you go to bed and then fast forward seven and a half hours, like you should be getting up then. But even, you know, the morning routine is, is one thing, but knowing like when your business hours are is kind of getting into my like second step, which is system. So I've got my strategy and then I have a system where I'm, you know, setting business hours and sticking to them during the week, which is hard. Like it's probably the hardest thing because (laughs) you are balancing so much, but it's, you sort of get rewarded at the end of the week if you stick to it, because then you're not working weekends and you have some sort of downtime with your family. For me, that's in the evenings. Um, And then I sort of, you know, pull, you know, a tool from Brittany's toolkit. And I think of systems that I can introduce into my business that will save me time. So whether it's using different software or I'm a huge email funnels are like my thing. Yeah. Um, I use them for everything so that when people are contacting me, like I'm pointing them to resources and freebies and things that are automated. So they're still getting as much value as I can give them, but it's not reliant on me being physically present. Like obviously I've written the emails and I've created the trainings and all the things, but I've tried to automate um, as much as possible through different systems. Yeah. And I know you're a Kajabi fan. I'm Kartra. Um, but what I always yeah. tell people is it's, it's not really the tool. Like we had to figure out the system that went into the tool before we could use the tool to kind of leverage. Right. So like you had to figure out what that email journey looked like for people and what that opt-in and like resource looked like, like that all had to be done ahead of time. But now yeah. that you've optimized that you can put it into a system that allows you to do that. And you can send people value without having to be stuck in this, like having to be with them constantly. So do you have any other favorite pieces of software that you like to use to automate anything in the back end? Yeah. So I, um, I use Kajabi pretty extensively. I will say though, I know you talk a lot about courses is like, I basically wrote my courses and my emails and like all the things that I automate during my morning routine. Like I literally write them like one hour at a time. So when you hear like, you know, oh, I need to implement this and I need to implement that. Like, don't get nervous about it. I would just say like, break it down into like, what can I do this hour? And what can I do the next hour? So I use ConvertKit for my emails and I use Kajabi for my courses. I'm just getting into Asana. I'm a big Trello fan. Um, If I'm being honest, I have DeSabo set up, but it's it's overwhelming to me to figure it out. (laughs) And I just haven't had a chance to dig in. Um, but it kind of goes back to like, that hasn't been my priority this quarter. So it's just kind of sitting there, but I would say Kajabi and ConvertKit are probably my go-to because it automates so much for me. And my, my biggest sort of mission as a business owner is to be able to deliver as much value as I can. Um, and I do that through my Facebook community also. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that you talked about, um, using your morning time to do that. Right. So again, it comes back to focus where you said, Hey, my goal is to have this course. Then you have to break down and reverse engineer the, you know, thousand steps that go with that, the emails to write and all those things, but then being really focused and intentional with your morning time to get it done. You can actually get it put out there a lot quicker. My morning routine is really dependent on my, my nighttime routine before. I don't know. Do you yeah. feel if the same is true for you? I know um, I talk a lot about my three P's of productivity, which is like my end of day routine, but that always sets up my morning for success or failure, <laughs> depending on if it happened. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, my whole routine will fall apart if I don't go to bed on time or if I don't map my day out the yeah. <laughs> evening before. Um, like I sleep is huge and it didn't used to be, but it has so many negative effects if you don't have enough sleep and like you, you just, it's physically impossible to work like all the time. And so, oh yeah, I have a pretty strict rule. That was actually the social media I was going to chat about next. I try to be off my phone by 7 PM each night. And then I take a pretty decent break from like five to to. 6 30 there's usually like a half hour in there where my kids are watching a movie and I yeah. will like you know check email or whatever if I'm being honest but I try really hard to not work um in the evening so like you have that like white space to just like wind down and process because yeah. you know my days are intense and I do start working at 6 a.m so I can't like you just can't be you on can't. for 15 no. hour days and, and you can you can try you can try it'll yeah. probably last a week or two and you're going to be burnt out yeah really quickly <laughs> and then if you continue to push it it's going to continue into this like hustle mode and feeling like nothing's ever accomplished and it's just a bad cycle to go down because I used to do the same thing like you know fall asleep with my laptop at 10 and 11 o'clock at night like doing yeah. things while I'm watching tv it was a really really bad habit to get into for sure so I love that do you feel like you're spinning your wheels in your business that you sit down to start your day and before you know it, it's 5 p.m. and the day is over and you just don't know what you accomplished only to do this day in and day out? You're throwing spaghetti at the wall, you have no routines, no strategy, no systems in place, and you're working 17 hours a day. If this is you, you need to check out our free masterclass now. How to work smarter, not harder, and double your revenue will give you the clarity, confidence, strategy, systems, and support to get stuff done without the overwhelm and without working 17 hours a day. Check out our free masterclass now at b.link forward slash training to learn how to work smarter, not harder. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about kind of that social media stuff, because I know you said you really had built up the first part of this with social media and community and really just answering questions. And then it kind of turned into the business. So what kind of routines do you have around social media that help? Yeah. So a couple things. Um, one is I would encourage everyone to, when you're first getting started or even just sort of in growth mode is pick one platform, yep. like really <laughs> think about where your people are hanging. Like again, going back to clubhouse, like I think it's an amazing platform, but my guess is like most of my following who work full time are not hanging out at clubhouse at 10 AM on a Wednesday because they're working. So think about where they're, where they're hanging out and focus in on one thing. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to go all in on Instagram. That's all I focused on. Like I was barely on Facebook, no Pinterest, like nothing. And then I developed sort of a system where, you know, each day I spend about 30 minutes a day engaging and connecting and creating the right content. And we could do like a whole podcast (laughs) on that. But I did not expand into other platforms until I had that down. And I set very strict boundaries around it. So I'm typically pretty engaged in the morning, like before I start work. And then you may, I may check in like at lunchtime, Uh, And then again in the evening, but like I will set timers. I I try really hard not to scroll. Scrolling is like the time suck of life. And I try to use it in a very sort of positive manner. So I go in with a plan. I go in to connect and grow and nurture, and then I get out. So now my strategy is a little more complicated because I've 
grown and I try to repurpose content and, you know, I share it on Pinterest and communities and all the other places. But when you're first getting started, like pick one and do it really amazing. Like you don't have to be in 10 different places. And honestly, I think, you know, as you know, somebody who works nine to five, like people want to know that part of your story. Like, don't try to hide it. Like, don't try to hide that you're working full time and building a business. Like that's part of your story. And part of your story is that, you know, you're not on social media all the time because you have another job, um, which is okay. And so between strategy and, and systems to automate and social media, that's really how I've been able to grow consistently. It all comes yeah. down to consistency over time. It really does. And I mean, honestly, if you just did one thing consistently every day, that was actually a part of that bigger picture goal, eventually it's it, like, it, it has to work, right? Like if you just do it day yeah. in and day out, it has to work. So really just picking something, being really focused, really consistent. Do you have a favorite app or program that you use? Do you schedule out your social media? Yeah. So I use Planoly. Um, there are a couple of things that I do. So one, I create templates in yes. Canva that I use for my posts. Um, and so I, it's very easy for me to like pop in pictures. I actually have a really um, awesome photographer friend in Columbus and we take like batch pictures. And so like every quarter I'll, you know, get like new batch pictures I try to always throw in like some family and real life pictures too, but right. <laughs> it just makes it easy. I don't have to worry about pictures and backgrounds and all the things. And then, you know, a lot of times people will be like, oh, you know, I schedule my content like months in advance. Well, that sounds amazing, but I don't have time <laughs> to do that. And so I, you know, I typically pick one um, weekly theme. So like this week I'm launching a, a free three-day challenge. And so that's my theme. I will write the post sometime between Sunday night and Monday morning. Like I will use Monday as what I call my CEO day. And I will just like catch do all the things that I need to write or create. Um, And then they're ready to go when the week gets crazy. So like today's Wednesday, it's insane. But my post is already written. I don't schedule them like in terms of time of day, because I have found that I get better engagement if I actually am like connecting on the platform when I post them. So when I have like a half hour, I will go in, post the post that I wrote, um, which is just sitting there. And then um, I will connect typically for 15 to 20 minutes if I can. Um, I do schedule my stories. So stories are very interactive. So when I say schedule, like I have a handful of like blog posts or podcasts that I'll schedule ahead of time um, through Planoly. Like they're the ones that, you know, I've created in Canva and it's not me talking. And then the other ones are just kind of ad hoc. I love that. Yeah. I actually need to do that. I I started using Tailwind because I do it for Pinterest and Instagram and it's allowing you to schedule stories out now. So the basic ones that are like when you're talking about masterclasses or specific podcasts, I definitely need to get better about doing that. But, um, so something that I really love when I watch your stories is the cake method because one, I like cake. I decorate cakes and who doesn't love cake, right? So tell us a little bit more about your cake method and how that kind of ties into your day. Yeah, this is so funny because do you ever have those like ideas in your head and then you're like, well, no one's going to like this. Like this Uh is just too simple (laughs) or too silly. And then it like sticks. Like this is probably the number one question I get. But a lot of times when I talk about, um, you know, planning or productivity or strategy, like people just get this like glazed look on their face (laughs) and they're like, I don't 
know what you're talking. I just can't do this. Like my brain just cannot do yep. this. And so I, I take it back to cake. And when you're baking your favorite cake, pretend it's three layers. And so every day you are putting together a three layer cake. So, and I share this quite a bit in my stories, but I pick three things every day that is my focus. Sometimes it might be all nine to five. Sometimes it might be family. Sometimes it might be a mix. Um, But for the most part, I can never truly get through more than three big things a day. So like today it was, I have a huge presentation for my nine to five with our CEO on Friday. So that was one. Um, This podcast was another and I can't remember the third, but those are my three. And then I say everything else is sprinkles. So people like panic when they're like, well, I have way more to do (laughs) than those three things. And so I'm like, well, put them on a list, write them down. Like you don't, it doesn't matter what planner you have or what tool you use, like just put them somewhere. And then when you get done with your three things, then, you know, add on the sprinkles. And if you can get to your sprinkles on one day, that's cool. And if not, it's no big deal. Like cake is still great without sprinkles. Yes. Um, And so I have just found that, if you're consistent with three things, again, every day, it you will start to build confidence. You'll start to see progress, like your anxiety starts to go away. Um, and it just, it feels doable even when you have like a crazy long list, because realistically, you're not going to get everything done on your big long list. Never, never happens. We all think we can yeah. do so many more things than we actually have time for. Everything takes longer yeah. than it's supposed to. <laughs> I love it. Um, So another big thing, and this is something I've been working on this year and I really wanted to be better at is like habits. So like drinking more water and reading more consistently and some of those things. And I actually found this app called Streaks. That's really cool. It allows you to kind of track habits. Do you have any apps to kind of keep you on track with any of this stuff or like other systems that you use to kind of make sure that these things are getting done? Or do you just kind of use that morning routine time to map it out and then just do it? Yeah, I've gone down the app path and I haven't had great luck. So there are a couple of things that one we've done as a family and two, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head when I put it in my morning routine. So yeah. like my, my first habit is I work out first thing every single morning. Like even if it's an off day, I will do yoga or meditation because I need that like quiet to yeah. get going. And if not, I will just start working. Like that's my personality. I will just like, it'll be 5 a.m. and I could just start working. Yeah. That's how my brain works. And so I found that I burn out unless I do that. So that's like one habit. And it gives me time to like think about my day. I also going into reading, make a goal to read 10 minutes every single morning. You can get through like 14 books a year, I think is what I did last year. If you read 10 minutes a day. So I do those things first and just work it into my morning routine. My kids and I just created a habit tracker that we hung on our pantry wall, uh, which has worked pretty well. And we all picked like one habit that we wanted to track for the month. And then each day you just put a check mark like on the number. So it has like 30 numbers or 31. Yeah. And then like at the top, I mean, it's like really basic. It's like, my habit for this month is, and then the reason why I want to stick to it is, and then, but it's been kind of fun because at the end of each day, it's like, oh, I'm just going to check that off. Like my husband's was like, I'm going to take my vitamins. And then he wrote because of COVID. (laughs) But I mean, every day, like it's, it just like builds that momentum. So I haven't had great luck with apps, but I will say the one app that I do use is Calm. 
and we fall asleep to the Calm app every night and it like gives you a little reminder like before you go to bed. And so that that's helped me quite yeah. a bit. I do like that app. Yeah, you'll have to check out Streaks. It's you can basically set up 12 different things and it can be either like daily habits or like monthly and then you just hold it down to mark it off that you've done it and it keeps track of all the days that you did it. So it's like Oh, super, that is because, cool. Because one of the things I struggle with is like I try to keep track of it in Asana, but like I already have a million things in there, so I was never keeping up with it. So it's like a lot faster to just click on, but awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else? I mean, honestly, we could talk for like six hours I know. going, but, um, anything else you want to kind of cover or share with the audience that you think would be helpful? No, I was just going to say when it comes to like apps or tracking things, one of the things that I learned, I think it was from Brendan Burchard is he sets alarms on his phone as like motivational reminders. Yeah. So like at, noon every day, like my phone goes off and it's like, you are in control of your energy, which is like a reminder to me, like not to eat crap or like at five (laughs) o'clock, I have a reminder that goes off that is like, you know, be present for what matters. And it's like a, a trigger for me to like stop working. So that's been really helpful to just, you know, when you think about strategy and systems and all your social media rules and all the things like just to have that go kind of going back to where we started, like that overarching like mindset shift of like, as you're going in and out of different roles throughout the day, just being able to sort of focus on like, okay, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. Um, And that's helped me a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Where can people go find you? Obviously you're on Instagram. So give them where they can find you on Instagram. If you have any resources that you want to share, because I want to share all of your goodness with everyone. Yeah. So if you go to hollymariehaines.com, you can actually download my side hustle starter kit, um, which has all the things that we talked about in it. um, My strategy and systems and even a sample um, social media planner and guide. So you can grab that. I'm on Instagram at Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. And then um, Brittany is on on my podcast, which is called Crush the Rush, uh, where we talk about all things course planning and organizing. So you can come check that out. Um, I actually do two episodes a week and have lots of of awesome guests. So that is impressive, by the way. I do one episode a week. (laughs) I'm full time business. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think the the main focus of this and the main like message has been like focus, consistency, and giving yourself grace. Like that's really it. You have yeah. to just be intentional with your time, especially if it's just a side hustle. Be really consistent and know that it's okay if you didn't get it done. So awesome exactly. guys. Go check out Holly. Make sure you go download her side hustle starter kit and check out podcast. And we will see you again next time. <laughs> <laughs>